Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the All Things Leagues podcast for myself, Ed McIntyre. And uh, joining me in the studio, as always, is of course Leeds United fan and good friend Charles Foster. How are you, Charles? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, it's nice. Nice to be here. Sorry, just get my charge out of my back pocket. <laughs> and uh, we are also joined by a good friend of its third time on the podcast. It is Chris Chivers. How are you, Chris? I'm not too bad. How are you, Ed? I'm not bad, I'm not bad at all. I can barely hear anyone because these headphones are broken. <laughs> so I'm, I'm fiddling about with the cable. But uh, good to have you on again, Chris. Good yeah. to have you on. Thanks for having me. And uh, you're wearing a very colourful uh, kit. Like normal. A Thailand kit. Obviously. <laughs> Ladyboy's got to play. Just, is, just, just in case you forget your name, you've got the uh, badge there. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. It's a, nice, it's a nice kit, to be fair. Nice kit, to be fair. Uh, but plenty of stuff to go through uh, in this episode. We'll go over Leeds United summer transfer window business, discussing all the ins and outs. There's been plenty. Uh, we'll also address a few rumours and transfer rumours, as well as other bits of news. We'll look at new kits as well for our centenary season, as well as discuss Leeds United's friendly on Wednesday night. That saw them beat York City away at Bootham Crescent, as well as look ahead to the other friendlies coming up. This is the All Things Leeds podcast. <laughs> So uh, we're back in the studio. Back in the studio. Feels feels right. Feels good. Haven't haven't published a podcast in a while. Me and Charles did record one last week, but uh, <laughs> it went out of date about two hours after uh, we had recorded it. But it's all gone quiet that's, now that's on the, the Leeds United front. That's the nature of the uh, Leeds transfer window, isn't it? There's, yeah. uh, there's always going to be something that's going to go go off the following <laughs> day after you record something, meaning everything you said is yeah. pointless. <laughs> but it's all gone quiet now. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I'd say because I quite like, I quite liked it last week seeing all these players coming in. But uh, I, I hate the rumours. To be fair, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the transfer window anyway, and the whole yeah. kind of like sagas that are going on with the, every, all our players, and how toxic social media is becoming. Oh, the, it is the, awful. At the prospect of losing our best players, it's yeah. it is uh, very toxic. I'm, right I'm not now. enjoying it, <laughs> and especially without Phil Hay, we don't have the go-to guy to get all of the true facts. That's why there's I'm, all these in the no accounts. Yeah. They are very annoying. Most because most, yeah. most of them know absolutely nothing. <laughs> most, <laughs> most of them just make stuff up yeah. and then put a bunch of like eyes or pen emojis to make you believe them <laughs> when in reality they know about as much as you do. Yeah. Um, but that's why I was glad to get the first uh, preseason friendly done because now we can actually talk about some football rather than some random rumour. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty toxic place right now on Leeds United social media. I would try and avoid it because it's <laughs> filled with just rubbish. Uh, but let's start then uh, with the transfer uh, business that Leeds United have done so far. Uh, starting with the uh, ins, uh, we'll just go over these briefly. So the first few uh, were Ben White, season-long loan from Brighton, 21-year-old uh, defender. He can play centre-back or right-back. Uh, he's had loan spells at Newport and uh, last season at Peterborough. Charles, you know much about Ben White? I, d- I didn't know much before he'd signed. Um, he seems to be kind of a classic Bielsa-type centre-half. Very comfortable on the ball. His main uh, kind of strengths appear to be in interceptions and finding the right passes as opposed to kind of more traditional uh, big hard tackling centre-half. He didn't appear to be that type of player. Uh, and it looks like he's going to be more involved than we thought it would be, given the News will go. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, uh, what do you make of the uh, sign of Ben White? Um, with the other news that's been coming out, I think Ben White was a good addition because yeah. we was lacking defenders last season, 
And we've lacked defenders for quite a few years, yeah. to be honest. We, we still lack defenders. We still, yeah, we still do. We still do now. But it's, it's nice that we're fo- well. It looks like we're focusing on and trying to get some defenders in, which is nice. It's nice yeah. to see. Makes a and, change. Uh, do you think he'll be uh, starting, or do you think because Pontus Janssen has left? We'll get onto that more uh, later on. But will we replace him, or do you think Ben White will be the man to start? I'm g- I'm getting the inkling they're going to sign somebody else for centre yeah. off. I'm not sure whether that will affect whether or not Ben White starts. We might just sign like another backup, but I think we'll sign another central defender. I, I reckon we'll sign at least one or two. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm hoping someone a little bit high prestige. Everyone's <laughs> going on about Gary Cahill, but <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, but we definitely do need a centre-back. We only have three recognised centre-backs at the moment at the club, which is Ben White, Liam Cooper, and uh, Pascal Skruik, who hasn't even played in the first team yet. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. We definitely do need a centre-back. I think it would be criminal not to sign another. Uh, but Ben White looks good on the ball. I think he'll be decent, and if he... I think he would be the perfect signing if he wasn't going to start because he'd probably have come to Leeds and knows all right, I'm probably going to struggle to be starting every single game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But now with the news that Janssen's gone, I think he'll be looking with his eyes wide open thinking, hang on, there's my chance. Yeah, I think he'd be stupid if he didn't see this as a, a massive opportunity. I mean, yeah. he'll be aware the club will try to replace Janssen, but he'll be... He's got the, he's got basically got pre-season games to say, all right, I, I, I should be the guy into the starting line with Liam Cooper, and here's why. Yeah. If, if you, I mean, he, he didn't play yesterday. No. Um, but he might, he might play He'll tonight. He'll probably play at Geisley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, him and Click and Heldacosta will probably play tonight. Yeah, and, that, and, and Phillips as well. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I can't remember Phillips. He, he better play tonight, otherwise yeah. it's an absolute nightmare online. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Jack Harrison uh, as well, season on loan for Manchester City with the option to buy, of course, 22-year-old winger. We know him from last season where he made uh, 41 appearances, uh, 39 in the league, scored four goals and got three assists. Chris, you Jack Harrison fan? Do you think this I, is a good signing? I, I honestly don't mind him. He, he played a key part. I know he didn't do loads and loads and loads but when we needed him to score or needed him to do something special he was the kind of guy who had that moment of magic that yeah. could do it last season you cash your mind back to the first leg against Derby in the playoffs that great ball to come out of it was just stunning I mean if, if someone like that if he can show that talent consistently this season I don't see any reason we shouldn't buy him at the end of the season yeah definitely Charles he- Jack Harrison last season did improve as he went on, didn't he? scored that winning goal against Wednesday at home. Yeah. Got that yeah. goal against Derby. Um, and a couple of other goals that slip in my mind right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, um, he's he performed well towards the end of last season. And uh, as, we'll, as we'll get on to, he appears to be coming back strong. Yeah. Physically fit. I mean, he's been working hard in pre-season over the summer. I, I saw on social media, following him on the Instagram, and all the other players were out on all day, Jack Harrison... He's wearing holiday, but he's training hard still, and he, he's worked very hard. And it'll be good to see how he progresses uh, with another season under Bielsa. And I think a long time as well, probably best. I, I don't think I would have been able to manage if Leeds had signed him permanently at this stage. Um, well, yeah, because I don't know if he's up to the caliber of the Premiership. And if we're gonna if we're gonna get promoted, then we might need a slightly better caliber of winger than Jack is. That's no offense to him because he's a. a there's a huge amount of players in our team that we'll probably need to replace. We go, we'll, we'll probably be like Villa. They've replaced all their players now. They go, yeah, they're doing bits uh, in the transfer window at the moment. They spent like seventy million. Yeah, 
hopefully means they don't have enough money for Calvin Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, Leeds United uh, <coughs> on the uh, Monday, so Monday, uh, April the 8th, uh, they signed uh, Liam McCavan as well from League Two side Cal United on a permanent deal. Uh, he made 20 appearances last season for Carlisle. He is an 18-year-old winger and he will join Carlos Carbarans on the 23 side. Again, Leeds United focusing on bringing in players for the 23s. I've never really heard of him, but I'm sure they will do well for the uh, for 23s. Uh, but those were on the Monday, and then the day after Leeds United announced early in the morning uh, that 18-year-old winger Jack Clark had made a permanent move to... Uh, Tottenham Hotspur, of course, Champions League winners up uh, last season. He signed a four-year deal there, but he will be on loan next season at Leeds United. And I thought, I think that this is a perfect bit of business from Leeds United. What do you, what do you think of this, Charles? Um, yeah, it's it's a better deal for us than it is for Spurs, but because they're they're kind of relying on the fact that he'll play a lot of games this upcoming season, which I think Bielsa will probably favour. How the Costa on the right and Harris on the left. To be honest, I think that's what the it'll end up being on the wings. Yeah, I don't know if Clark will get that many starts. I know Spurs wanting to get starts; they wanted to have more minutes. So I don't know how well that's going to go for them. But for us, we've got the cash up front, the add-ons, and we've got an extra option on the wing for a season. So yeah, and he's a good option as well. Yeah, so, so it's a it's it's decent bit of business from us, but um, it just kind of depends whether we reinvest the money because because everyone's going on about how allegedly deep we are into F- ffp but first of all i'm not sure that's true anyway and we've just sold about 15 million quid worth of players and we're yeah. probably going to sign we're probably going to sell a couple more when we get rid of the likes of vernita and sabiki and saiz and yeah. people like that it probably will leave this window yeah definitely uh chris jack clark I mean, do I don't think? think he'll be starting much next season. No. If you look at the people that we have signed, like Sir Helder Costa and Harrison, I think, again, they'll be favoured yeah. over him. But, I mean, to say as a backup, he, he did have his moments before he had his unfortunate uh, moment where he went to hospital. He just won the same after that. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, but he, he, had, he had a few good games, though, did uh, Jack Clark over the season. I think he'll be very good. Uh, option uh, for us um, and we needed a winger <laughs> we, we needed plenty of wingers and uh, we, we've got a few in now which is great including Jack Clark and uh, of course Jack Harrison of course people mm. who, who we do know from uh, last season uh, but Jack Clark I mean he, he probably wasn't going to start at Spurs so he's probably come back to Leeds to try and get you know uh, starts in first team but he probably won't get that many now with uh, Held Cost and Jack yeah. Harrison there as well of course Pablo Hernandez as well he played on the wing last season so uh, it'll be interesting to see how many uh, starts Jack Clark gets but uh, £9 million up front plus add-ons and then back on loan for the season I think it is a perfect uh, bit of business from uh, Leeds United I could see Hernandez um, going back into that central role I I could see it being Harrison Hernandez Helder Costa as that three roof up front and then uh, Click and Phillips in the midfield I could see I could see it being that I don't don't think he's going to change to two defensive midfielders just because of how many goals Click was scoring from a range. No, I, I wouldn't say Click as a defensive midfielder, but he had that kind of linking role from the from the DM to the attacking midfield last season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll still stick at four, um, his four, but I think he will bring Pablo more central. With yeah, Costa outright. I think Pablo's better central as well. Right mm. in the middle, you know, he scored plenty of goals down the middle as well. I think he'll be better there. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how many uh, games Jack Clark does start next season. 
And then uh, on the Thursday, uh, Leeds United announced the signing of 25-year-old Portuguese winger uh, from Premier League side uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, uh, Helder Costa. Uh, he's on a one-year loan before making the uh, transfer permanent uh, next year as he agreed a three-year deal. So it's essentially a four-year deal that we signed him on. And a great bit of business, again, from Leeds United. We haven't paid money now, but we've got him for this season and then next season when hopefully I think we're gambling that we will be in the Premier League and we will have a lot of money uh, then we'll we'll sign next year again Chris great business great bit of business it. yeah no to be fair it's it's astounding what we did there because he's he's done basically what he wanted to do from the start and that's what Wolves did and utilise the agents that he has as friends and to be fair Helder was class yeah. in the championship. I mean, his first season at, at Wolves uh, in the 16-17 season, of course, season before they did go up, he was on loan, uh, made a ton of appearances uh, in the league, 35 appearances, 10 goals, uh, 8 uh, assists. Uh, overall, uh, he played uh, 37 games, got 11 goals and got 9 uh, assists in his first season, got player uh, of the year as well. And then, of course, season after 17-18, they did get promoted and they got a load of other players and he kind of went down the pecking order a bit. But that was a fantastic team in the championship that mm. year and he still managed to play 36 league games, scored 5 goals and uh, got uh, 6 assists. So he, he still played plenty of games in, in that very good Wolves team that... Uh, that uh, just absolutely events uh, for championship really just uh, absolutely walked all over everyone. Uh, so yeah, he is a fantastic player. Of course, last season Wolves finished seventh in the Premier League, and he played twenty five games, uh, scoring one goal and got uh, two assists. Uh, so yeah, Helder Costa, he's got fantastic stats, fantastic for the championship, and yeah, he's a fantastic signing, Charles. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think if we get him firing, we get his confidence back. I mean, the amount of chances that we inevitably create, we could do some damage with him on the wing. Yeah, definitely. We've struggled with variety and a little bit of quality in the wing at times last season. So yeah, we, it, we had to live with Jack Harrison and Elioska just hammering balls <laughs> right out of play for, oh. for throw-ins on from, from crossing from the left, but it's going out for throwing on the right hand side. <laughs> that, was, that was just frustrating. <laughs> the thing is with Jack Harrison is if he crosses it across the floor. It always goes to the guy, to wherever he wants it to. But if you try to lift it in the air, it can literally go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Helder Costa, he's very skillful, very fast, very pacey. Of course, 25 years old as well, so uh, still yet to hit his prime, really. Those ages, 26, 27, 28. So he's got plenty of years uh, in him. And, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic signing. Uh, very uh, exciting player uh, to watch uh, is Helder Costa. And, uh, yeah, we've needed a player like that for a while. And how far we've come, eh? A few years ago, we signed Jimmy Kebby and Cameron Stewart. Now we're signing guys like Helder Costa from Wolverhampton Wanderers, who has been brilliant in the championship. Played a handful of times last season in Premier League, and uh, yeah, fantastic signing uh, overall. And I think that, you know, in January we saw Dan James, who tried to go after Dan James. We pretty much got him, but then Swansea ended up not uh, answering any phone calls. Of course, Dan James is now at Manchester United. But uh, I feel as though since last season we've wanted a winger. We couldn't get Dan James or Helder Costa was the next guy for around a 50 million price tag that we probably would have paid for Dan James as well. Mm. And we finally got him. What do you make of that, I think I think it's decent, to be fair. For a player of his capabilities, 15 mils, and we say it's nothing nowadays in, in when it comes to football money, and it's not when you think about it when some players are going for like 180, 200 mil. But 
I think it's good business, and I think he'll do bits. Yeah, and, and good money uh, as well for for top player. But mm. we we have never really, you know, we have seen Leeds United spend that much money over the recent years, but not just on one player. They've never really spent fifteen. It's going to be upwards of fifty yeah. million pound next year. We've never seen Leeds United spend that much money on just one uh, player, which is unbelievable to see. Where's the money come from, do you think, Charles? Do you think it's come from a Jack Clark deal or a lot of people thinking QSI uh, involved, which I think is a lot of rubbish, to be honest. But, yeah, it's interesting to see uh, why we've just spent £15 million on one player and where it's come from. Well, I think we're only paying two or three up front for this season, so that'll be the Clark money straight off. And the rest of it, I think, is a gamble that we will be in the Premier League with our TV <laughs> millions. I'm being honest with you, that's what I think it is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm very sceptical about this whole QSI thing. As I said, you won't know this because we didn't release it, but I, I was saying it last week, I was thinking saying the QSI thing is... A lot of rubbish. Yeah, just... A lot of rubbish. Baseless, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just the Clark money and a bit of a gamble. Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, if we've we have to sign him, we have to sign him for we'll be okay about fifty with, million next year. We'd be, we'd be okay with FFP anyway, yeah. even if we didn't go up because we've, yeah. we've sold loads of people. So yeah. it is a big gamble, though. Uh, of course, we have to mention, uh, give a shout out to Digital Wilson, the guy who does for Leeds United Twitter, teasing this signing brilliantly <laughs> uh, with uh, some Costa coffee cups in uh, Leeds United's Facebook and Instagram stories, as well as a promotional video for delivery. That was brilliant, uh, hyping up the signing of a Hilda. Costa uh, and Helder Costa still is the latest uh, first team signing uh, but he did also sign two other players uh, for the youth sides last week they signed uh, Rafa uh, Majuka uh, I was listening to the commentary of the uh, York City friendly and that's how I know how to pronounce his name <laughs> I would have been saying Majuka but Majuka 20 uh, year old uh, striker uh, we signed him after his contract expired at Barcelona uh, he played heavily for Barcelona B last season making 33 appearances scoring 7 goals not the greatest of stats but it looks decent in clips online that I've seen, Chris. I have nothing to say except that we all know the last person we signed from Barcelona. Yeah. We saw where that got us. So <laughs> Luciana Becchio to fan Nate. <laughs> we, we can what only look at was. positives from who we have signed and if, if he's a youngster under Bielsa, I think he'll go far. Still, still breaks my heart that we sold him, to be fair. He was my favourite player. Hey, Becchio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was he, mine as, as well. As a kid, he was my favourite player. Yeah. Definitely as well. Uh, but yeah, Rafa Majika for the N23s. I'm sure that it'll do well. And then uh, Guillermo Amor, 18-year-old midfielder from Barcelona, Barcelona B as well. He signed a two-year deal. Uh, so he's at the club until 2021 and he will join Mark Jackson's under-18 side. Again, no, absolutely nothing about him, but I'm sure he'll do well. Uh, but Rafa Majika, I'll be keeping an eye on him uh, at the N23s. I'm sure that he'll be uh, uh, good. He's got an option to train with the first team as well. Uh, so seven signings uh, made last week. Five Five new faces uh, through the door uh, with uh, four for the first team, two for the U23s and one for the uh, under-18. So great stuff from Leeds United getting business done early for a change as well because we we're always used to uh, seeing uh, Leeds United do their business late. Uh, but on to the outs then, and there has been uh, a lot again. Uh, so Jeremy Grot, uh, 21-year-old uh, striker winger, he's gone to uh, Everdivisi side, Vitesse, uh, on uh, loan. Uh, Giles? How many years left are on his deal? <laughs> is, is it two years? You're not a fan of him? Uh, I just don't think he's suited to the way we play, and no. I don't think he'd fit Bale's system. And I think we're running down his contracts on purpose. 
until someone buys him. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Not to be a hash lad, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> Chris? I, I, I love the guy. He has so much talent. He just Really? Uh, yeah, honestly. from I know from what we saw, he was shocking. And I agree with you. He was absolutely shocking. But I mean, he did score a world-class yeah. goal against uh, Myanmar. Yeah. In a, in a, and Chef in Wednesday. A season, he scored really. against Chef Wednesday as well. Yeah. yeah, his only goal was against Chef Wednesday. <laughs> but he has, you could see he had that talent. He just he didn't know what he was doing. He had yeah. he had no <laughs> yeah he, did, he didn't know what what he was doing. <laughs> Running around <laughs> daft. <laughs> he has the talent. He just he needed someone yeah. to teach him how to use the talent properly. Yeah. And I thought Bielsa would be able to bring it out in him. But if we're sending him out on loan all the time, it's just changing his yeah. playing style and things like that. And I, I don't know. For him, it might be good. He might enjoy it. For me, I think he's a he's a wasted talent. Always going out yeah. on loan. I mean, I think he does have something uh, in him, but uh, going out on loan, I think I think it will do him good because he will get first team football at Leeds United, and uh, he'll get first team football hopefully at the uh, at Vitesse. Uh, Apple Hallam, uh also left. Twenty one year old uh, Finnish centre back, of course. He's gone to uh, fellow Championship side and Yorkshire rivals Barnsley on a three year deal, <coughs> keeping him at Oakwell until twenty twenty two. Charles. Very sad to see Apperham go, to be honest. I thought he was a very decent centre-back last season when we saw him. Yeah, I think it's purely because he's kind of further down the pecking order than Pascal Struik is um, for a possible call-up to the first team. And you never know, with him being 21, he might have, he might have just said, oh, I'd like to be on the bench for a few, for a more games a season. I'd like to be taking part more. And uh, and they might have said to him, well, you're not really in the plans. So I said, right. And Barnsley will come in saying, "Well, all right, we'll, we'll play you every week." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not going to turn that offer down, are you? I mean, they're, they're likely to go down to Barnsley. Let's be fair. Yeah. Oh, Chris, being in around the relegation zone. Yeah. Anyone but Barnsley. <laughs> yeah, Barnsley. Anyone yeah. but. Do you can't see honestly care about Barnsley? Do you? There's, there's no, one but... team I can't stand, and that is. But actually, there's three teams: Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, and Barnsley. They're the only teams. I, I want to I, see I, I, I don't care about Barnsley. No. <laughs> nothing yeah. to me. <laughs> Sad to see uh, Upper Ham go, uh, though. Uh, but Malik Wilkes, uh, he also joined Barnsley uh, on a four-year deal. Uh, 20-year-old uh, striker, of course. And, yeah, this is awful to see, really, because he had an unreal season at Doncaster Rovers in League One last season. He made 51 appearances, uh, scoring 15 goals, getting nine assists. And then, yeah, I'm very unhappy with this. I thought he was a class player. Um, if he was going to go out again, I'd say alone. Um, but, yeah, sad to see him go, Chris. Um, you know why they've done it, don't you? Because they're fearing over the court case that's going against him. Yeah. So, out of that, they've, they've kind of put it on and they're like, oh, damn, we better get rid of this guy just in case someone... Because think about it. If, so, if it does go against him and he does spend some time in jail, that... That contract, that four-year deal for Barnsley is wasted, <laughs> and we keep the money, we make the money, and Barnsley have lost everything. Yeah, Charles. Um, yeah, I think we kind of got shot of him for the court case reasons, like yeah. Sims of Chris. Um, but also because he's not going to get in front of Helder Costa, is he? He's not going to get him. He's not likely to get in front of Jack Harrison or Jack Clark. So he's going to be what fourth, fifth choice winger. Yeah, well, he's a striker. Uh, oh, sorry, he, play, he played on the wing um, yeah. for, for for Donny last season, and um, so he'll be thinking, "Oh, why don't I just go to Barnsley with my, <laughs> with my mate Apple, and we'll play yeah. every game?" <laughs> yeah, very talented player, though. Um, yeah, very, very decent. Um, yeah. My mate's a Donny fan, so I I spoke to him a lot last season about how Wilkes was doing, and um, yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of talent. He's quite a mercurial player. He's just a 
a little bit ball greedy sometimes. Yeah, definitely. But then again, you, as a forward player, you, you do tend to be a bit ball greedy. Yeah, uh, but of course he has gone on a permanent deal. Uh, I hope we did get at least five million pounds for him. I think it's between two and three, mate. Yeah, I which think, is a, I think that's the deal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Doncaster Rovers, though, they've just signed Darren Darren as a manager. Class very signing, good, yeah. very good. Uh, uh, very good uh, manager for them. Uh, Louis Coyle, he also left. 23-year-old defender, of course. He returned to League One side Fleetwood Town on a six-month deal with him returning in January 2020. <laughs> uh, again, sad to see him go, but he'll be back in January, which is good because last season we did get a lot of injuries, especially around that time and in those defensive areas. But Louis Coyle, he's probably just thinking, just let me go, <laughs> let me go. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I really don't understand why we keep on sending that. Yeah. Fitness is his third loan spell yeah. at Fleetwood Town. <laughs> just the three things that's certain in life is death taxes and Louis Coyle alone at Fleetwood Town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's always on a six month loan deal as well. Yeah. Like like we're gonna turn around in January and just go, you know what, Louis, you're in the first team now. <laughs> you've had a good se- yeah. you've had a good couple of seasons playing at Fleetwood. Yeah. But if we have a few injuries in January and he comes back, I'm sure he'll be used and he'll be a good option that, for us. That is, that is always the idea, but every single time, regardless of how many injuries we have, we just go, oh, yeah, Fleetwood, you can have, you can have him back if you want. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many years is left of his deal? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but he'll, he'll probably, he's probably just thinking, just please just, just, sell, <laughs> let, me. just sell me. Uh, but yeah, Louis Cole, I'm sure he'll do well at, at Fleetwood. Uh, but that's all the, uh, all the uh, not-so-big uh, outs, if you like. Um, uh, other players, uh, the likes of Vida Gucci and Vinita, as we said, uh, all seem to be on the way out too. So we're clearing up all the Deadwood, really, which is uh, which is good to see. Uh, but of course, a big uh, player to leave uh, Leeds United is, of course, 28-year-old uh, Swedish international Pontus Janssen. Uh, who has signed for Brentford on a three-year deal. Undisclosed face of the club, but it is believed to be around £5 million, which is, I mean, it's a bizarre transfer story, isn't it, really, Chris? I know another reason why he left. Um, well, I, I, I think I know the reason. So yeah, it's believed was... to be his, his attitude problem, but yeah. Pontus well, Johnson says that Leeds United need even money. Who knows the full story, to I be honest? I don't but... think it was financial fair play. From what has been said, which is, I think it could be plausible. He's asked for more time off after the international break, and Bielsa said no. And at that point, Janssen's gone in a little huff. Yeah. And at that point, Bielsa said, "We don't like your attitude." And then he gave him said it about three weeks ago and asked him to leave. Yeah. But I mean, Phil Hay and Adam Pope and other reports said that Bielsa and staff didn't mm. like his attitude and wanted him gone. Uh, of course, as I said, other reports said that it was it was money. Leeds United needed money. But if it is attitude problems, if those are true, and, you know, we saw them a lot throughout the years, really. We saw, you know, especially after the second leg defeat against Derby, Pontus Janssen sat by himself uh, next to the advertising hoardings. Uh, we've seen it, you know, when we've just lost one game, he usually goes up to the car, but he just throws his shirt or, or on the floor or whatever. And we, we have seen it quite a lot and uh, yeah if that is the case then we did have to get rid of him quickly really uh, before the Australia tour which is when Leeds United and Bielsa want their business done by and Brentford they seem to be the only team to come in for him we couldn't really afford to wait for uh, wait and hang around for a better offer to come in uh, even for our Premier League side Uh, so we accepted a uh, a deal at Brentford finally pound is very low but again we couldn't really uh, hang around and wait Uh, but surely that says something though if Brentford are one of the only teams to come in for him no Premier League interest because if Pontus Jansen really was that good for the Premier League surely Premier League team would have come in for him Charles I think he's got a bit of a stigma about him now with the whole kind of stories. Because once you get stories about your attitude in the, in the press as a footballer, you kind of get a bit of a... You're a bit tainted, really. People don't, you're, like, you're damaged goods. People don't really want you. They'd rather 
stay clear of you. I, I saw he briefly got linked with um, Sheffield United and Villa, and they were both saying, oh, no, we could probably get players with better attitude for yeah. l- less And money. younger players as well, because yeah. he is 28 years old. He's not got many years left. Yeah, but as a centre-half, he primes kind of 27, 28, 29, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit, it is low, it's a low fee. But if we replace him properly, then no one's going to really blink, Ali. No one's really yeah. going to care. If we, if we sign someone decent to replace him, nobody will care. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, definitely, you know, it's awful news to hear. He's a top player that, you know, he will be missed. Cut here at Ellen Road, really, since he joined. Uh, from Torino uh, on loan in August in 2016, before he made his move permanent in 2017. Uh, across his three years at the club, he made 120 appearances and scored nine goals. Um, and, you know, he brought the fans and the club closer, really. And when he signed, it was the best defender we had had in years, really. And he definitely will be missed. But as Charles said, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think he's irreplaceable at all. Um, all we need is someone who's experienced, strong, tall and good in the air. And with defenders, that is an easy person to get. Uh, but also to pass well as well. You know, although it is... Fun to see a defender Cruyff turn a strike 20 yards from goal. <laughs> I don't need that. You know, you don't need that, do you, Charles? Uh, it always made me laugh when he did that, yeah. uh, when it came off. Um, but a lot of the time when he used to do those stupid runs into the centre yeah. circle and get tackled, he used to wind me yeah. up. And a big flaw in this game that I noticed, you know, we, we conceded quite a lot of goals last season, is the ball would bounce on the halfway line. There's midfielders there anyway, but Pontus Chanter would just sprint out of position. And then and and try and win the ball. They play an easy ball through because there's a big gap in defence. Then that makes Key Clocks here come out. Cooper gets all tangled, but it's all stem for Pontus Janssen just printing out of position. That's a big flaw in his game. So. I mean, you can't blame that entirely on Pontus Janssen. <laughs> no, kind but, of Kiko Casillas, yeah. Benny Hill routine. But, but, but he's, <laughs> yeah, but, but he's definitely not irreplaceable though, as Pontus Janssen. No, and, uh, no, no know, nobody's irreplaceable. Yeah, and. Uh, a lot of people I'm saying he's the best centre-back in the league. I don't think he is. I f- maybe one of the best last season, but I don't think he was He was ever the best. I mean, that Hector at Wednesday is pretty good. Van der Horn at Swansea is pretty good. Tyrone Mings at Aston Villa, yeah, he, he was incredible he, He's no longer season. in the league, though. He's no. back in the Prem now. But Pontus Janssen definitely isn't the best centre-back in the league, though. Very good, but... He's probably top he five. Yeah. Uh, but it is a hard pill to swallow, though, seeing Pontus Janssen leave. Uh, but, of course, we have been linked with other centre-backs. We've been linked with 33-year-old centre-back Gary Cahill, formerly of Chelsea, but he is now a free agent. Uh, thoughts on this, Charles? Would you like Leeds United to sign Gary Cahill? Or? It's one of them kind of football manager FIFA career mode signings, <laughs> which I think will go really well. But I just think of, of him trying to do all the bills of running the uh, and the At 33 years and, old as yeah, well. I kind of feel like he'd, we'd, we'd break him in training. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a very experienced player and yeah. a, a, of high quality, and we could we could do with that kind of experience and, and an aerial kind of threat in our defence. Yeah, whether or not he would be physically up to the task of playing in a Bielsa <laughs> squad, I don't know. Yeah, uh, and his wages are high, but he is on a free, so we can justify higher yeah. wages. And he definitely is a good player as well, Chris, isn't he? Because a lot of people are saying he's a very poor player, but he's won. Multiple major trophies at Chelsea, Champions League, Premier League. He's played. He played regularly for England across a lot of years. That, a poor player doesn't do that, does no, it? Exactly. He's a very good player. Exactly. If, if you are a poor player, you wouldn't have so many trophies to your name. You'd be more your Vernon and Neat, a kind of person who hasn't <laughs> won much. Uh, but I think Cahill, <clears throat> I don't know if he fit Bielsa's style... But as a defender, he is very solid. And I reckon if we get someone like Cahill, we could be looking yeah. 
I'd, I'd prefer someone a bit younger, though, yeah. to be honest. We haven't seen KO play for quite a few years as well, to be honest. Uh, but we definitely do need a replacement. As as I said earlier, we only have three recognised centre-backs at the club in Cooper, White and Struick. Uh, Charles, who would your ideal replacement be for Pontus Janssen if we were going to sign someone? It's just in an ideal world where money is no object. <laughs> <laughs> be um, realistic. I'd love us to get someone like... Um, like Callas, he's pretty good, but he's just signed for Bristol City, hasn't he? And uh, yeah. uh, Webster, also Bristol City, great, great player. Yeah. Uh, Aiden Flint, someone like that, someone just just enormous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ayala. So, I hate Ayala. <laughs> I hate him. He's a good defender, though. It's the same reason people go on about, oh, yeah, why don't we just sign McBurney or sign Mopey? I, like, I hated him. <laughs> Whenever they scored at Ellen Road uh, or uh, last season, they were just wind up merchants. He's yeah. <laughs> Mopey was the worst. I was fuming at him. Yeah. Uh, Chris, who would your ideal replacement be? I mean, Charles, you didn't even give an answer. Which which defender? Oh, Webster, I would say. Webster. But it'll, it'll cost 20 million, so there's no yeah. way we're getting him. <laughs> Chris? Uh, Flint. Flint? Yeah. Yeah. Solid uh, defender. Yeah. He, he does the job. Same height as Jansen yeah. as well. I think it'd be a great great replacement. I would love Michael Hector, of course, at Chelsea. Um, but he wasn't learning the championship last season. I, I think he'll be a good replacement. We will not get him from Chelsea this season. Front Lampard's Chelsea. Front Lampard's Chelsea. But that's all the ins and outs then uh, that have happened so far, as well as all the rumours. We'll touch on other rumours uh, as we uh, move on. Uh, but let's move on to the uh, kit launch, shall we? Which happened on Tuesday night, of course. Legion United releasing uh, the centenary uh, kit, for, uh, centenary season kit, uh, streamed on Legion United social channels, which, like always, was an absolute shambles. I think the Twitter one. <laughs> crashed and Andrea Ravzani wonders why 11 Sports didn't do too well um, yeah as always with Value TV uh, you know streams of events they, they don't really do too well uh, but the kit launching itself I mean it was nothing special a lot of people saying that uh, a new signing could have been announced like Vernita was a few seasons ago nothing like that happened it was nothing special it was just it was literally just a chat with Tony Dorigo who got cut off poor Tony Dorigo friend, <laughs> friend of the podcast Tony, yeah. Tony Dorigo <laughs> yeah uh, but poor Tony Dorigo getting cut off uh, but then this uh, awesome video really promotional video for the kit uh, came on and then uh, all the outfield players just walked onto the stage wearing the new kit and then uh, that was it really uh, but the new kit I mean it's white <laughs> it's white which is a good start of course the uh, usual sponsors logos they're in the usual places uh, which uh, is the colour platinum uh, Leeds United say because uh, they it's re- represents <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but they say platinum because it represents 100 years even though the gold even though the badge is golden I've got I've got several complaints <laughs> with this kit uh, one the platinum claims it's not platinum it's just grey <laughs> Two, it looks like Derby's home kit from last season. It looks a lot like it, which is ironic given the whole situation there. Three, they're trying to replace gold with yellow on all the Leeds kits in the last couple of years, and that winds me up because it makes us, makes us look like a B-Tech Swansea. <laughs> not a fan of that. Four, this is a centenary kit, and we didn't hack back to any previous kit we've had over the last hundred yeah. years. I mean, I don't think we would have gone with an old kit, but I mean, I think it would have been nice to have all of our three colours, white, blue and yellow on the kit uh, instead of platinum uh, but they do say it represents 100 years, 100 years even though the badge is gold for some reason why not just make make either the kit gold or the badge pl- platinum colour <laughs> why can't we just play it in the in the classic you know kind of 70s kit for a season you know the just LUFC <laughs> yeah um, or even the smile. I'd love us playing the smiley batch for a yeah. season. That'd be awesome. Just... Uh, I, I don't think we'll ever go back no, to, to an old kit. But um, I mean, I think it looks 
okay. It's very hard to really do safe, much with a white kit. It's a safe kit. option, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they always go for the safe option with yeah. a home kit. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It came out at 6 p.m., I think it was. And I got my friend to sit in the queue for an hour just so I could get it for when I finish work at seven. <laughs> so nice. you've already got the home. I've kit. already got it. And if you look, the thing is, what I like about it, you don't notice it on the photos, but on the back, kind of like in bro- woven into the back, it says Leeds United 2019. And I know you can't see it on the pictures, but it is kind of woven into the back. It's a lovely touch, and it's only on the back. You don't see it on the front. Nice class. But nice. it, it is a nice little touch. I I do like the kit yeah. so, so you've got the uh, the outfield players kit. I, I, personally, I think I'll be buying the goalkeeper kit. I think that looks absolutely incredible. Blue, <laughs> why, why blue don't and yellow. Replace, why don't they release all the kits at the same time? Why yeah. is the away kit and the third kit? Why did they do it in stages? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it makes uh, no sense. <laughs> uh, but the goalkeeper kit. I mean, I think this looks incredible. Blue and yellow and a really cool kind of blending pattern uh, I love it I, I think I'll definitely be buying that um, yeah it, it looks incredible the, uh, despite never goal playing goalkeeper kit. in your life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I think it looks fantastic I mean we, we've never really had a good goalkeeper kit really for, for quite some time I mean, last year was alright the year that we had Rob Green that looked like a ch- child had coloured it in, and Rob Green said that at the kit launch as well well it looks like a child's coloured it, it in but it looks alright the camo <laughs> kit was my favourite uh, that, that one from the 90s where it's all like different coloured triangles and that yeah. one, that was awesome yeah but uh, this goalkeeper kit looks fantastic a it lot of people good. saying that this should be the uh, away kit which I think would be a very nice away kit but that does make me think what is what is going to be the colour of our away kit because if this is the colour of the goalkeeper kit what is our away kit going to be black I'm looking forward to it being like GFH piss gold <laughs> 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 you know that, kind of, that horrendous kit where they started handing it out for free yeah. I'm looking forward to that one <laughs> Chris what, what do you think, think the away kit will be uh, they've done well with the black kits so I think they'll stick with the black yeah yeah, I, I think I think they'll be decent. But, I mean, again, I, I did quite like the black kit. To be fair, I know yeah. it's, it's not our colours, but I did quite like the black kit. Yeah, uh, but to be fair, though, I mean, it's certain team here. I'd rather have the outfield players wear something that is blue and yellow instead of just a goalkeeper. But I mean, that goalkeeper kit does look very nice. Uh, some people still don't like the badge. Uh, don't mind it. I mean, it's the safest option that they could have gone with without <laughs> consulting fans. Because um, they did say, uh, when they got rid of a badge uh, last year in January, January 2018, they did say that they will consult fans for the next badge. They haven't. They just went out with this one. But I think it would be, it is the safer option. I think when they said that, they meant the official complete change, not just the centenary badge. Yeah. Because this, so, this, is on, this is only going to be for one season. Then, yeah. Then it's going to go back to yeah, the way definitely. it was. Um, but, I mean, the shield, I still think they would just need to ditch the shield because it just represents torture for the club <laughs> going down and I uh, quite like uh, it it's a symbol of where, of where <laughs> the kind of model of club and type of bad decision you need to avoid yeah. <laughs> sort, of, sort of like a stark reminder of failure I quite yeah. like it yeah but this season's bad I don't mind it a lot of people hate it I, I think it's okay uh, now with uh, recent rumours of players who could believe in Leeds uh, people were keen to point out uh, which players weren't involved in the kit launch because that always means that people are going to be uh, leaving Legion and staying at Legion United, whoever's at the kit launch. Uh, I mean, remember a few years ago, Chris Wood was at, was uh, the front of the uh, black away kit and mm-hmm. he ended up leaving. Uh, but <laughs> Kemar Roof, he's been linked with a move away, uh, specifically to uh, Glasgow Rangers. I don't think that will happen. Um, but he's been linked there recently because uh, his contract is expiring next year. He wants more money at Legion United. We're not really prepared to give him it. Uh, but... You know, I, I believe that he is in contract negotiations. But uh, Roof, uh, he was in the kit launch uh, video, uh, 
Um, that doesn't mean that he's staying all even though I, I just <laughs> I just take it as Kemar Roof was just chosen to be in the video. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm confident that Kemar Roof is going to stay. Are you, Charles? Yeah, I think he's going to stay. I mean, I think he sees this as his opportunity to uh, file lead into the Prem, at which point he can he can demand much bigger wages. Yeah, I think it's just the agent talk, really, all this linking yeah. him to Rangers. I think it is just the agent trying to point something out, say I, he could believe in give us more money because he, he definitely does want more money. Chris, what do you make of I don't that? think Roof will leave. I think he's... If, if there's two players who are more loyal to the club than... than what Pontus Janssen seemed to be. It'd be Kimar Roof and Calvin Phillips. Those two boys absolutely love the club. Yeah. Don't forget, we did we did pluck him out of League Two. Yeah, <laughs> from Oxford United. Yeah, yeah, we, we did give him uh, the, the name that he has, really. Uh, but yeah, I'm confident that, that he'll stay. I don't think he will uh, leave. But Leeds United, they, they do need to give him, give him one that he's demanding because mm. he is a fantastic striker. You know, a highest goal scorer for the past two seasons. Why would you not make him your highest earner? Purely because they've got Casillo on high wages, <laughs> Bamford on high wages. Yeah, but, but, but Bamford. I mean, Kemaru's better than Bamford. I, I agree. I yeah. agree. But it's not about it's not about ability though. You don't, you, your wage doesn't change based on your form. Yeah. <laughs> They'll sign Bamford on a on a heavy wage because he's the Chelsea youth. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> what was I saying? Oh yeah, Casillo because because is from uh, Real Madrid. He'll be on massive wages. Yeah. So the the, the idea that some someone like Rufu yeah, he's been. He played really well last season. He's got a lot of goals, but he's still on his 2016 Massimo Cellino contract, where he's probably earning like 20p in a Fredo a week. <laughs> <laughs> then the, the club aren't going to turn around and go, "Oh yeah, would you like lots more money?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not, not no. going to do that. No. You'd be like, no, <laughs> your contract's there. Play it out. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, surely there were. You know, if we do end up selling selling him, surely that is the best to sell him now if you won't sign a new contract. Uh, so that he doesn't leave for free uh, next year. Uh, the thing that Arsenal fans know very well, players leaving for free at the end of contracts. <laughs> but uh, you guarantee, if we go up, he'll be straight onto his agent. Oh yeah, I want to sign a new deal, yeah. and we'll get him under like three or four year deal. You, you watch, think? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'd rather sell him for money now if he's not going to sign a new contract than let him leave for free next year. But uh, that's no. just my opinion. We, we need the strikers. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Kemar Roof, I'm, I'm confident that, that it will stay. Uh, but of course, the uh, other big story, the main story, is regarding 23-year-old midfielder Calvin Phillips. Uh, Phillips, he did come out and say a while ago that he does want to stay at Leeds United, but he is continuously being linked with a move away from Leeds United, mainly to Premier League side Aston Villa, who, uh, as we said, are doing uh, fantastic in the transfer window so far, uh, linking him with a move to there for around £30 million. Now, I think we can all agree it is vital that we do keep Calvin Phillips. Uh, improved a lot last season making that holding midfield role his uh, he made uh, 46 appearances last season uh, 44 in the league uh, he scored one goal got three assists of course a Leeds lad as well we do need him no matter what to be honest uh, don't we uh, I think we can all agree on that yeah. but uh, he, he wasn't in the promotional video for the new kit and he wasn't at the event e- itself and you know surely a Leeds lad like Cameron Phillips surely he would be ideal to have as the main man for uh, promoting uh, the new kit. Uh, should we be concerned? Do you think, Charles? He's been doing like a lot of volunteering stuff for the club. Though the club have been post, been posting him all over the place at the moment. The last few weeks, he's been doing like he's, he's done like at least four like school visits and hospital visits and stuff like that, yeah. representing the club. Um, I can't see us letting him leave because the, the the fan base will just completely turn against <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh, I think Bielsa wanted to stay. Yeah. I can't think of a. 
I can't really think of another player uh, we could get who would suit the system as well as he does. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, for thirty million, we could probably give it a, a decent go <laughs> <laughs> um, if we just, if we were to spend it, which I doubt we would. Uh, we'd probably just slap it in the old FFP bank account. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah I don't think we'll sell him. I'd be, yeah. I'd be surprised if if Villa managed to prize yeah. him away. I mean, you think Leeds United Twitter is toxic now? Wait till wait, <sighs> if Calvin Phillips left, it would be even worse. Uh, but we definitely do need to keep Calvin Phillips. He is key to the team. Um, but on the other hand, though, you know, if Phillips, if he was at the kit launch event, then everyone probably would have gone up and asked him, "Oh, are you staying at Leeds? Staying at Leeds?" It would have been a, a massive uh, riot, really, with everyone wanting to go up to him and ask him. Mm. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't even in pro- promotional video, which I think is quite concerning. Chris, are you? that he could leave no no I'm not to be honest with you Villa has spent 70 mil like we said that the to be fair what have they got to show for it they've got Mings they've got a few can't believe they spent 25 sorry to interrupt you <laughs> 25 million on Tyrone Mings is mental and we only got 5 million pound Pontus Janssen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would say that at the moment they th- their financial fair play situation is is going to start coming in crawling in and I don't <laughs> Fulham struggled last season when they spent 100 odd mil I'm hoping Villa are going to struggle even though they've spent 70 mil and I think they'll work by Calvin Phillips simply because we're asking for 30 mil but Spurs on the other hand they're another team that are being linked with him now Yeah, uh, that's worrying me Yeah, I mean I, I don't think Calvin Phillips will leave uh, you know they're in contract negotiations you know a lot of them no accounts are saying oh he's He's uh, turned down a new contract. I don't believe anything like that. Unless Phil Hay or Adam Pope says it, then I don't believe it. Adam Pope's been saying that he'll believe that he believes Colin Phillips will go. I think he's just basing his opinion off off of recent years when mm. mo- big money's come. We've accepted it, but uh, Colin Phillips, I'm, I'm hopeful that he will stay. I hope that he does stay, uh, but it'll be interesting to see. But you know. If they're in contract negotiations right now, I believe, so they just need space, and we just need to wait and see, really. It is only July the 11th, so we do uh, need to see uh, July the 11th at the time we're recording this. Uh, but uh, moving on to uh, friendlies then, and uh, Leeds United were in action on Wednesday night against York City, uh, away at Bootham Crescent, and they didn't play in the new kit, which I thought was pretty strange. Surely you'd be playing the new kit to try and uh, promote it, but uh, we didn't. Uh, uh, which tells me that <laughs> against Geisley away, we'd probably play in the uh, away kit from last season because, of course, Geisley's playing white mm-hmm. and we've only so far released the home kit for next season. <laughs> um, but Leeds United, of course, ran out 5 0 uh, winners thanks to uh, Jack Harrison with two goals, Kamar Roof with uh, one goal, and Pablo Hernandez with another goal in the first half. Then Adam Forshaw made it 5 0 in the second half. Uh, uh, not too long into the second half even and uh, other first teamers were substituted uh, but uh, very impressive from Leeds United I thought against York City Chris uh, very, very you know I thought we looked very good we were passing well we looked very fit too as well positive signs yeah yeah I agree uh, but I think that's the double training that Bielsa does we looked very very confident and very very fit last season um, I, at I, the start of last season yeah definitely I think if things keep on going as they are that team looked like they're ready for the new season, but only time will tell. Uh, for sure, I'm still not very confident about, even though he scored. Yeah, he did give the ball away quite a lot of times against York City. Um, bring he, always, he always gives the ball away. Oh, <laughs> bring click back. Bring click back. <laughs> uh, I think we'll be playing uh, against Geisley uh, tonight. Uh, yeah. Thursday I'm honestly surprised you haven't had any approaches to Matthias uh, Click. 
I mean, he is around 28, 29 years he's, old. So. No, but ten, 10 goals and 10 assists. You, you've yeah. got this all wrong, guys. He's loyal. He's yeah. got a new tattoo. Have you seen his new tattoo? <laughs> Leeds, Leeds Rose. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it means. I'm trying but, to figure uh, out what the date went. It's when he signed for us, isn't it? I'm, I thought I'm, that, I'm but then look. It's the 6th of November. You wouldn't oh, sign in November, would you? Maybe when, when his child was born, maybe. And it's, be, and, it's yeah. in, and it's in Leeds, and he wants to remember That's where it was shot, and when actually. it was. I, I'm, I'm not totally sure, but he's got a, a Yorkshire rose on, on his skin now, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very good. But, uh, I mean, yeah, positive signs from the York City game. A strong side started. Uh, starting lineups was Kiko Kseven Ghost, Stuart Dallas, Gaetano Pavardi, Liam Cooper, Barry Douglas, Adam Forshaw, uh, Jack Harrison, Pablo Hernandez, Kamaru, Patrick Bamford. Uh, but then Alfie McCalmont. Charles, is this a sign that Alfie McCalmont's probably the player who's going to be making a big push for the first team this season? He's kind of like Calvin Phillips is almost like understudy, isn't he? Uh, yeah. They, they play the same kind of screening role. Uh, he, he was very comfortable, got a good range of passing from what I saw. And uh, it was kind of him and Struik in the game, who, for, for the youth players for me, that kind of stood out. They, they looked properly good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that he'll, he'll be, I imagine he'll be on the bench a fair bit. Yeah, uh, in the same way that Shackleton's kind of like Klitsch is almost understudy in this, they play kind of similar way in a similar mm. position. I think McCalmont is Phillips as he he does the screening role. Yeah, I would I would suggest I would guess that uh, Shackleton will play uh, against uh, Geisler tonight. Start uh, with the other first teamers. Uh, but uh, after we went 5-0 up, uh, all 10 outfield players were, were substituted on 62 minutes. Uh, and then all the others, uh, Pascal uh, Skruik, uh, Adore, Hosanna, Gotts, uh, Maduka, uh, Edmondson, Timonuskov, McCarran, Jenkins and Casey all came on. Uh, I thought Struik, he looked very good. Uh, Adore, I'm a big fan of him, uh, as Charles uh, well knows. I'm always banging on about him. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, Maduka, uh, good to see him as well. Edmondson still in the mix as well, despite Maduka signing for the uh, under-23s. Uh, under and uh, they were very impressive uh, but uh, of course uh, the under-23s didn't score any goals uh, while they were all playing it was uh, all the first team and 4-0 at half at half time uh, of course went 1-0 up in the first uh, opening a uh, couple of minutes, uh, Jack Harrison with the uh, goal. He looked very good, um, and of course he scored a, f- a fantastic wonder goal. Really, um, just before half time as well. Jack Harrison against York City, Chris. He looked amazing. If only he played in the sixth tier of English football, <laughs> every week, he would be the Lionel Messi of that league. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's looking like something else, but at the same time, it is. We got to remember it was York. It's yeah. not. If he can do that against Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, Swansea. Well, he did do it against Sheffield Wednesday last yeah, season. Yeah, but if he can do it this... That's actually a really good goal, that. Yeah, and he's got a, he's got a similar goal against Millwall as well to what yeah. he scored against York City this, as well. This one had a bit more power in it than Millwall. Yeah. Millwall kind of just rolled in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> P-roller. Uh, but uh, no, it was a fantastic finish from Jack Harrison. Two goals for him. And yeah, as I said, he's been training hard. He looks great. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing... How we'll how we'll, how we'll uh, progress next season? Never seen un- under Bigel, so I think he'll be uh, one to uh, watch out for. Really, uh, of course, Kemar Roof scoring. Uh, I think Kemar Roof starting and scoring. I think that's going to put rumours to bed of him uh, with a move away from Leeds United. Pablo Hernandez, he's got a very good goal, good layoff <coughs> from Bamford. Pablo Hernandez, nice curl into the bottom uh, right hand corner, uh, and then Forshaw, of course, making it five nil uh, shortly into the uh, second half. And Forshaw for me, I mean, he's not holding midfielder. No. He, he, he was playing really well going forward. Had a couple of missed opportunities, missed shots, uh, but then of course scored. He's not a holding midfielder for me. He's more of an attacking midfielder. Charles, what, what do you think? Adam Forshaw, <laughs> do you think? Uh, I find him exasperating. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, it frustrates me a lot of the uh, time. 
he he doesn't seem like he he can't really do the screening role, role that well. He gives the ball away quite a lot. He's He's a little bit like John Henderson in that he is almost allergic to passing forward. <laughs> <laughs> he has to pass sideways. If he, if he can't find a fullback, he just goes into panic mode. Yeah, <laughs> he can't just go for a bit of a chip ball forward. Yeah. He never does that. Um, but he's better further forward, though, isn't he, Adam Forshaw? He's just, he just, he does. I don't see what he provides to the team that can't be provided better by somebody else. Yeah, that's that's why that's what my issue is. Yeah, I, don't, cool. I don't have an issue with him being a squad player, but. Like he's not better than Click in his position. He's not better than Phillips in his position. Yeah. I don't think he's a starter, but yeah. he's a good squad player to have. Is yeah. is Adam Forshaw really? Um, just stick, just stick him on the Seattle game. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I, just what I would use him for. Yeah. Just. <laughs> but a uh, very good performance from uh, the Leeds United. Uh, Leeds United against York. Uh, who impressed you the most, Chris? For me, it was Jack Harrison. Yeah, yeah, Jack Harrison. Yeah, you. made that difference. Yeah, Charles, who impressed you the most? I thought Pablo was pulling the strings quite well. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was. Uh, he did give a ball away a few times, sloppy passes, which was uh, pretty surprising to see. But he, he, he did, but he was kind of pulling the strings well. He was, uh, I think, he got a few, assi- couple, at least a couple of assists. Yeah, and uh, just doing pa- <laughs> doing Pablo things, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flying around the pitch at the uh, grand old age of sixty-four, yeah. sorry, thirty-four. <laughs> uh, but that's the uh, York City game, five 0 win for Leeds United there. And if you uh, haven't uh, no- uh, noticed yet, uh, while listening to this podcast at the time of recording tonight, Leeds United do play Geisley away in their second preseason fixture. Most other first teamers uh, will be playing like Calvin Phillips, Helder Costa. Uh, they're keeping us wait, uh, keeping us waiting to uh, finally see Barry Douglas and Helder Costa reunited in one team. Uh, which is annoying but uh, uh, yeah listeners uh, and watchers they'll already know uh, who played in that guy's game and what happened in that game uh, so we can't really comment on that but I'm fully expecting that uh, Legion United will win this one um, and just before we do end, end the episode of course uh, a lot of friendlies coming up over the next few weeks uh, we've got Manchester United Western Sydney Wanderers uh, but in the last episode, uh, me and Charles did uh, talk heavily on all of the uh, uh, friendlies. Make sure you go listen to that if you want. Or uh, me and Charles is a uh, big input on the of friendly matches. Uh, but at that time, Leeds United were looking for another friendly to play on Saturday, the twenty seventh of July, which is of course a week before the season starts. And uh, Leeds United have announced the friendly uh, for that date. We are playing Serie A side Cagliari away at the uh, Segunda Stadium. Of course, the Massimo Cellino derby as they used to on Cagliari and Leeds United. Um, but yeah, f- thoughts on this, Chris? Do you think this is a decent friendly? I don't understand why we don't have a home game this season. Yeah, it's... we don't have a home friendly match. We don't have a friendly match at Ellen Road, which is quite disappointing. Yeah, but I mean, anyone fancy a trip to Italy <laughs> for a few <laughs> for a weekend? Yeah. Apparently, Cal- if I could afford to go to Italy, mate, <laughs> the, t- the tickets are quite cheap. Go. It's only like five euros to get in. Yeah. So I-, I think I'll be giving it a miss. Do they accept overdrafts and empty promises? <laughs> Unfortunately right. not. Yeah. There's your title of the episode there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charles, what do you make of this friendly? I mean, it'll be, it'll be decent. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously York and guys, they aren't, aren't really that stiff competition, but uh, playing Scum and playing uh, Cagliari, as you pronounce it, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to... Cagliari, Cagliari, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, however you pronounce it. Yeah, uh, yeah it'd be a good test at the um, Serie A side. There'd be... Um, Got to put ourselves up against because a few relegated Premier League teams this year will 
kind of similar standard coming into the league. So it'd be nice yeah. to see how we do against them. But, That's a team uh, of that calibre. Yeah, but again, no, it is very disappointing not to have a friendly match at Ellen Road because uh, uh, last season that was good against Las Palmas. That was yeah, uh, that was really it. enjoyable. The season before that, obviously against Oxford United. Um, yeah, quite sad to not have a friendly match at Ellen Road, but never mind. Uh, but that does bring us to the uh, end of uh, episode twenty-five of Your Things League's podcast. Thank you very much to Charles as always for joining me in the studio. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me on. And uh, thank you very much to Chris as well for joining us this morning. Oh, no problem. And uh, thank you to everyone else as well who uh, listened. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoyed the uh, podcast, then why not subscribe or follow uh, the uh, podcast? Give us a five-star rating if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Share it around uh, as well. Help us uh, out. Uh, make sure to follow All Things Leeds on social media. We're Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search up All Things Leeds 1 on Instagram and Twitter. Search up All Things Leeds on Facebook. Keep up to date with everything that is happening. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well if you have not already. Charles we will be back soon thank you again very much for listening and we'll see you next time